0: I'm field correspondent Elizabeth McGee, cornfield correspondent today, actually. Uh, Well, maybe I wasn't actually in a cornfield, but I was most certainly surrounded by corn and tomatoes and peppers and melons and sauces and crafts and just an amazing variety of other locally grown and produced goods. So today I'm bringing you a special report from the Gastonia Farmers Market. It's a place that's more than just a spot to pick up local produce, Though you can definitely find it there. It's also a community hub. It's alive and evolving every day. It's a market, a meeting place, and a microcosm of the county. So please join me as I peel back the layers of the Gastonia's farmer's market. And yes, that is an onion pun. But let's discover what makes it so irresistible. Get it? Ears of corn? <laughs> I have to say that this is the cutest farmers market I think you've ever seen. I walked Thank in and I was so I saw the string lights hanging mm-hmm. and the paper lanterns and then the tables are just full of like bright juicy red tomatoes. I see watermelons like that is a deep green watermelon yeah. that I want to cut into <laughs> right now and I bet it's delicious. Yeah. I'm talking to Lauren Dossie who oversees the Gastonia Farmers Market. The market makes a strong impression right off the bat. The exterior of the building is well-maintained, with some beautiful plants flanking both sides of the path to the entrance. And once inside, you're greeted by a bright neon sign that says Gastonia Farmers Market. And on the other side, a vibrant mural of a bee, appropriately titled Bee-topia, on your left. More on that deep green watermelon I called out later. So tell us a little bit about like, we're gonna walk through the farmer's market and talk to some vendors, Okay, but, um, if you could tell us a little about like the seasonality of the market. So we're in the middle of summer, it's a little hot right now. Yeah, it's not a- too hot for, Thursday morning
1: no well depends on who you talk to yeah. but um, so we start in April mm-hmm. the first Saturday in April is usually um, our very first day we open up the market mm-hmm. and we go through November our mm-hmm. last uh, weekend is right before Thanksgiving uh-huh um, so usually when we first start we um, have not as much produce Uh huh. so tomatoes come in probably beginning of June. Um, we have a lot of plants when we first open up. Um, and then as the season starts going, that's when the tables really
0: start to fill out with produce. Yeah. And right now while we're recording, this is the end of July. So mm-hmm. I'm seeing tomatoes. I see green beans. Oh yeah, watermelons. Oh, Cantaloupe, lots yeah. of corn. So much corn. There's. Mm-hmm. I was walking through a little earlier and I saw a whole truckload mm-hmm. of corn. The Boyd's here. They can easily go through two of the big box trucks uh-huh. um, in one Saturday. Oh my gosh! Oh. Yes. Can we go talk to them? It looks sure. like there's no one. Yeah. We stepped over to the Boyd's table, which was overflowing with neat piles of corn. We met Sydney, a young woman who's helping out at Boyd's while she's home from college for the summer. Boyd's is known for their sweet corn, which has been filling the bellies of farmers market fans for the past 50 years. What do, you, what do you usually do for Boyd Farms? It's a family-run
2: business? It is. I'm actually a neighbor. Oh, um, awesome. We moved out to the country like five years ago, um, and I met the Boyds. Uh-huh. Um, it's Lisa and Steve, um, and I met them when I moved out. And they recruited me to come help over the summers when I'm home from college. So I've been real privileged to work with them. Um, and sell the produce. And I normally work in the Rock Hill location. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I come here Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays to help sell what we can down here. <laughs> um, so Boys Farms has been coming to the farmer's market since around 1945. Um, we sell a variety of produce um, for three generations. We have um, mainly our our main sales are corn. Um, it's a white sweet Avalon corn. Um, what, what, is that, what
0: does that mean? Like, if I go to the grocery store and buy corn, is it that same kind of corn?
2: Um, well, there's a mixed variety. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Normally there's yellow corn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what that's called, but I know uh, several people here grow the mixed corn. And then we have the sweet white corn, which is unique to us. Oh, that's awesome. Um, And so it's called Avalon. It's a sister corn to the Silver Queen corn. Okay. So they're very similar, but it's called Avalon. What's your favorite way to
0: prepare the Avalon corn?
2: I love to put Avalon corn on the grill Uh um, and put a little bit of Parmesan cheese on it. Um, You can boil it, you can put it in the microwave, um, however you want to make it. Um, There's tons of good ways to do that.
0: So I also see on this table,
2: you've got some okra,
0: Squash, um, and these are all things that are in season right now, right? Yeah, Which absolutely. Which is why you're selling them.
2: Yes, ma'am. So, what o-
0: what other things do you sell uh, or grow on your farm in other seasons?
2: Um, we grow cotton on the off season. Uh-huh. So um, we've got hundreds of acres of cotton um, that we, yeah, 2,500 acres of cotton that um, we grow on the off season and. They pull it and we ship it off, you know, to make all kinds of things that come into your household, so. That's fantastic. Yeah. So, what's your favorite part about coming to the farmer's market? How
0: often are y'all here?
2: Um, We're here Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays. Mm -hmm. Um, We open at 7.30 and close whenever we sell out. Normally, it's around 11.30 or noon. Um, I love coming here. Um, because the people that you meet are just as nice as can be, you know, it's good old southern folk and they come and they want to chat about their day and tell you <laughs> how everything's going in their lives. So it's good to catch up with people and see familiar faces. Awesome. Well, thanks yeah. for talking with
0: us. Of I, course. Um, we'll have to try some of this Avalon corn. It looks really good. <laughs> oh, it's very good. It's, <laughs> it's sweet. It's it's sweet. sweet. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. I mean, and it's they good. sell, and you can see how many bags are lined up. And this is nothing compared to Saturdays. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Saturdays. And people will come and buy what? I mean, 20 bags? I mean, yes. Yeah. I and mean, you think, what are you going to do with all this corn? <laughs> but they do. They buy it. it. Yeah. I'll Pickle it. I don't know. Can you pickle corn? I don't,
0: I don't, I don't think so. Can
2: I've I've
0: never it. Just can it.
1: Yeah.
2: Just can it. People like to freeze it and put it away. Yeah. So like to eat it throughout the winter. Thanks. Mm-hmm. That's so cool that y'all are doing that. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. did so good. Yeah. Thanks for talking with us.
0: Continuing our tour, Lauren pointed out some of the recent additions made to the market.
1: So, some nice things that we just recently added to the farmers' market is the mural, uh-huh. um, and we had that painted by different students in art programs oh, within that's Gaston by County. Students? That's mm-hmm. so good. Um, so, they recently finished that last year, the end of last year. Oh my gosh. So we're
0: really proud of that. Yeah, that's beautiful. beautiful. I'm really we, impressed that that was by students.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. we we try very hard to make this not just a farmer's market, but a, like a community center almost. Oh yeah. To bring in everybody within the community so that we, we know who we're interacting with, we know that they're with Gaston County, mm-hmm. and then we get to know people's faces. and. They're families and so we feel like it's much more than just a farmer's market. Yeah. We want to build community within this building. Yeah. Oh that's really sweet. <laughs> And then we put the photo booth up uh uh-huh. um, this year. We just got done with that. So we have a lot of people who come in, take they'll buy their produce or their flowers and they'll come and take pictures and the tag neon us sign in.
0: the neon sign is really cute. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so those are new things that we've just recently started doing it it's fun to work with the city because i will have ideas and we'll bounce it off of each other Uh and um i'll say what about putting lanterns up and we're going to replace all the tablecloths with green tablecloths so everybody will match soon great um so a lot of visual effects when you first walk in because a lot of people remember that
0: yeah it is really cozy here yeah
1: (laughs) i love that about that you go to a lot of farmers markets and they're like in parking lots and um like kind of just thrown together on a whim. Yeah. But no, we like we liked you to feel like, oh my goodness, we've just walked into an experience.
0: Yeah, no, when I walked in, I, I felt that fan breeze uh-huh. hit my <laughs> sweaty face. And mm-hmm. even though it's only, what, 11 a.m. on a Thursday morning, it is already quite hot, but it's actually yes. pretty nice under the shade here with the fans going. Mm-hmm.
1: And we're very fortunate because we do partner with the city on a lot of things, like the fans on the side. You know, we went it. They go in half with us, and we're like, yeah, we need we need a little more air flowing through, yeah.
0: especially for the vendors. Yeah, I'm I'm amazed at how busy it is today. I mm-hmm. thought on a weekday morning it might be a little bit more quiet. Maybe we did that strategically for podcast recording, but there's actually a lot of people here. We've been sitting here waiting to talk with Mark from Avery Produce, and he's got a little line of people. We're having to wait. <laughs> <laughs> Mark's booth was a flurry of folks, all trying to get their hands on a great variety of produce that was spread out before him. We were able to catch him in between customers and have a brief chat about his business. There, you're good. Okay, okay so um, your name's Mark, right? Mark Schrantz. Okay, Mark Schrantz. Uh, would you introduce yourself in Avery Produce? Tell us, how did you get started with the Gastonia Farmer's Market?
3: Uh, I've been coming here about 23 years. Mm-hmm. The reason I started is because green beans, I used to raise green beans and sell them about a bushel mm-hmm. to like produce stands. And one of my neighbors was bringing tomatoes and green beans and green beans were $2 a pound. That was really what got me coming down here because I was getting $15 a bushel. Wow. So it made a big difference.
0: So. Tell us a little about your farm. Is this a family run farm? I used to, I've
3: done this my whole life. My yes. grandpa used to raise tomato that I thought he'd done it for a living. When I was in junior high and high school, I helped him in the summer times. Mm-hmm. And I tried to do it for about five years, but couldn't afford to do it. I mean, I couldn't make a living. So I went, got a teaching degree and went, I taught for 30 years. Uh-huh. And then I kept doing, doing this on the side.
0: So, the farmer's market is a side business for you? Right. Okay. So, what I see on your table, I see some beautiful, like, pink-red tomatoes, I see yellow tomatoes, green tomatoes, hot peppers. What kind of peppers are these? you
3: have got cayenne, ram horn, inferno, bell peppers, all kinds of peppers. And? I have eggplants. I had that this morning. had okra this morning. You're sold out? Sold out, mostly.
0: Oh, wow and so it's it's late July so these are the things that are in season right now
3: well yeah and yeah, I had crowder peas mm-hmm. uh, green beans the blue lake and the half runner yeah you know,
0: so if someone comes like closer to the fall towards the end of the season are you gonna be you'll selling see a lot different... of
3: October beans okay crowder peas uh, have lima beans I started picking those this week
0: yeah so give us some recipe ideas for I see a lot of tomatoes well, like hot peppers clam. We eggplant. That's my favorite. Okay, well, what's a good eggplant recipe?
3: Uh, I just peel the eggplant, slice it, mm-hmm. I bread you know, uh, bread it with like a like I do squash with eggs and put crackers or breadcrumbs, put it in the bottom of the saucepan, pour ragu on top of it, cut up a bell pepper, put that on top of that, put it in the oven for like 30 minutes at 400, pull it out, put breadcrumbs on top of that, sprinkle chips like shredded cheese on top of that. Uh-huh. Put it back in the oven for like five minutes. Let like the cheese melt, and it's ready. And it lasts all week. It tastes like lasagna. Oh
0: my gosh! Okay, I thought you were doing like a eggplant parmesan situation, but this is different. I haven't heard of this.
3: That's eggplant parmesan. It's, the same it's thing. eggplant
0: parmesan, but like a lasagna you,
3: version. It tastes like lasagna. Yeah. To me. But if You <laughs> put the parmesan cheese on top last.
0: That sounds good. So, are what kind of varieties of vegetables are you growing? I, I know you know the one of the draws of farmers markets. Is that you can buy local produce? I've heard the term locavore. It's the heirloom
3: tomatoes is the biggest seller. Yeah. People I don't know why I love the Cherokee purple.
0: So these are specialty varieties. Of it's tomatoes. like old timey. Old timey. Yeah. So it, does that just mean these are varieties of tomatoes that you're maybe not going to find in the grocery store? You will not
3: find them in the grocery store, though. No.
0: That's very cool.
3: And they if, won't. They won't hold up. It's what's, like
0: what's what's special about them?
3: They have a better taste. Better taste. They won't last long, though. The shelf life, you have to eat them real quick. Yeah. And you can't take it at the grocery store, you couldn't get that.
0: Yeah, so it's just impossible to grow and sell them in large quantities. Right. Yeah, you have to come to the farmer's market to get that kind of experience.
3: Right. Cool.
0: While checking out some of the booths, Lauren spotted a market regular who we promptly ambushed. Fortunately for us, he was able to take a moment before heading home with his haul. So, um, introduce yourself. Ray Jordan. And you are a Farmer's Market regular. I am. So, why do you come to the Farmer's Market?
3: Because I just like to talk and I like to buy (laughs) fresh produce. I like to help the farmers out. Do you cook? I do.
0: What kind of stuff do you like to cook using your farmer's market produce?
3: Well, I'll fry zucchini, I'll fry okra, I like corn, I'll do tomatoes, uh, you know, stew them up.
0: So, if someone who's listening has never been to the farmer's market, what would you tell them to encourage them to come? Why? Yeah, what would you tell them to convince them that they need to come to the farmer's
3: market? It's good, just good produce, good fresh produce, yeah. I like the Boyd's corn right out of the field in the morning. You yeah, can't they, get it fresher than they that. They have
0: a sign above their booth that says, "fresh, pick fresh every morning. Right,
3: right. You can't <laughs> beat that for That's being true. fresh. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Well, thanks for letting us stop you on your way to your car. That's fine. <laughs> what, did, what did you get today?
3: Corn, okra, and zucchini.
0: Well, I hope you enjoy it. Oh,
3: I will. All right. Thank you.
0: It's good to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. See ya. We'll see you Saturday. You can also find local crafts at the market. We spoke with Nellie, whose crafting business is a family affair. Her table is full of upcycled bottles, handmade jewelry, and
4: hand-painted signs.
0: So, introduce yourself and tell us about your booth here.
4: My name is Nellie Overcash. I have been coming since 2008 Mm -hmm. to the market. Uh, I do crafts. My whole family are crafty. Mm -hmm. And uh, I couldn't do it if they didn't help me with it, so. uh,
0: I see a lot of crafts on your table. Right. So tell me about, um, show me something that you made.
4: I do all the jewelry. Oh, wow. I do all the jewelry. I do all the crocheting. And the sewing, and uh, and my little great grandson helps every once in a while. He'll string up some beads and help me every once in a while with it.
0: Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I see some signs here too. Did y'all paint these?
4: My my daughter is an artist. The one that she's got some paintings up there. Oh my
0: goodness! And uh,
4: so she does that in the bottles.
0: Yeah, these are these are really cute. So these are old. So I Forever, upcycled.
4: Beer we get them out of the dumpster. Over
0: <laughs> but you would never know, they're really cute. They've got little lights inside of them right, and seams right. painted on the front.
4: So really we just cute. do a variety of crafts.
0: Yeah. So um, why did you start selling at the farmer's market?
4: I, I've been doing crafts since, uh, for 40, be 42 years. And we always did the Gaston Mall and when they uh, closed down Gaston Mall, then I came up and asked Carol about us doing a craft show here after the market closed. And so she had to go to the board and they came back and said, yeah, we could do that. So we do a craft show in here usually the first weekend in December since then. So, and then after that, she kept saying, no, you need to come before the Christmas show. And there, at one time I did not come during like June, July, August because I felt like the farmers had first place in here. Uh-huh. And so, but then she kept saying, no, you need to come because when farmers markets first started up, The mothers and things would have crafts to sell like pillowcases and things to help make supplement the income, you know, for the farmers. Mm -hmm. So I've been here ever since. That's
2: fantastic.
4: Um, So,
0: other than your own booth, what's your favorite booth here at the Farmer's Market?
4: She's my neighbor across the road. <laughs> she's pointing at Lauren. <laughs> well, she's, uh, yeah, She's got crafts too, so she's a smart little girl. Aww.
0: While walking around, we spied a table laden with delicious looking bottles of sauces and spices. Seasoned business owner Kelly Hunter told us about his gourmet wares. So, um, Introduce yourself and what you sell here at the Farmer's Market.
5: All right, uh, Kelly Hunter from Hunter Seasonings and Sauces. Uh, What I do is um, I make uh, locally, I'm based out of Charlotte, about 12 different gourmet seasonings, uh, low in sodium, uh, gourmet handcrafted. Also make four different sauces and marinades that I make fresh for meat, seafood, and vegetables, uh, whether you want to cook indoor and outdoor. So um, that's what I do.
0: So I see some French fry seasoning. I see Cajun seasoning. Midwest Cowboy.
5: What kind of sauce is this? So uh, that's sweet, sticky, and smoky. Uh, the flavor components that you're going to taste will be molasses, brown sugar with a hint of smokiness, and it's a little sticky. It's very, all my sauce and marinades are very versatile as well. Uh-huh. Uh, meaning, uh, I, I say it's a triple or it's more of a quadruple effect meaning you can use it as a sauce, you can use it as a marinate, you can use it um, as a food injector uh-huh. and also as a cooking and dipping sauce. So it's very multi use. Multi purpose. Yep. Whether you want to do outdoor, whether you want to do indoor it is it, very um, versatile.
0: And what what kind of meat or vegetables would you serve that on today? Oh, the
5: Midwest Cowboy, that's that's great on um, beef and chicken. Now I have products such as my Caribbean mustard, which is fantastic on pork, chicken, seafood, and veggies. You know, oh, wow. I have a Caribbean jerk. I have a country boy sauce and marinade, um, which is in a few grocery stores and in a few Harris Teeters, So, mm-hmm.
0: so uh, how long have you been in business selling spices and sauces?
5: About two thousand sixteen. Started two thousand sixteen. Yes, indeed.
0: And uh, how often are you set up here at the Gastonia Farmers Market? I'm
5: usually here during the summers on Thursdays. Awesome. And mm-hmm, here during the summer months.
0: Cool. Indeed. Well, it's good to meet you. Thank you for Thank letting you us uh, ask you some questions.
5: No problem. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you.
0: As the day drew on and the crowds thinned out, Lauren gave us a quick tour of her own table and gave us some insight into why she got involved in the farmer's market in the first place. To her, it's the community that keeps her coming back year after year. As you can see, it's starting to get later in the day, a lot of people are selling out, they're hot. Yeah, so by now, what time is it? 1130. It's 1130. Yeah. It's 1130 and folks are starting to sell out, so should people get to the farmers' market on the early side? Yeah, it's always better
1: to get here earlier because you don't run the risk of things being sold out. Uh-huh. You get your first pick, so the best produce that they have out on the table, mm-hmm. um, and the heat. The heat can get you. That's true.
0: <laughs> That's true.
1: <laughs> this is my booth.
0: So, you sell...
1: I sell a little bit of everything. Spices? Um, mm -hmm. Handmade spices that we um, blend fresh. Um, So that
0: means you grow your own herbs, mm -hmm.
1: dry them? Dry them, blend them, and then I come up with the flavor profiles for the different um, seasonings. So what's your favorite one? Um, it really it really depends on the mood. Right now it's probably the island lime, which is a chili lime seasoning. Oh. I like to use that on a lot of things, but my favorite is grilled pineapple. Ooh. So I'll grill pineapple um, and I'll put that on there and it's my little treat, my little summertime treat. What kind of s- stuff do you season um, I, you can do any type of like Mexican dish, I'll put it in there. Uh-huh. I'll smash up an avocado and throw that in there just for oh, yeah. a quick little That's snack. That's good on guacamole. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very good. Um, it's really good on any type of fish as well. Uh-huh. So, shrimp or salmon. Yeah. It's usually my go
0: to for that. So, you sell at the farmers market, but you mm-hmm. also work for the farmers market.
1: Well, it's more of like a volunteer program. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, I volunteered to be the president. Uh uh-huh. um, I've been out, I think this is my sixth year out here, and I just love it. Yeah,
0: so what, what got you interested in volunteering for the, selling your stuff and volunteering for the farmer's market?
1: Um, well, I started at the farmer's market, it was me and my mother. Mm-hmm. She makes the jewelry and then I do all the plant stuff. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to find a way that I could homeschool my children and have some income To you know, just a little spending money for myself, yeah, and I just, I fell in love with it from the very first year, from the people that vendor here, and um, the customers that come in, and my regulars, I just, I've always loved it since day one, Mm -hmm. and I knew that there was a way to expand the market, and that was to get on the board, so that's what I did. That's really awesome. (laughs) Yeah, and I have a very, like, strong personality, so I like to take over things. (laughs) So I'm like, oh yeah, I'll be president, no problem. (laughs) And we have a lot of people within the farmer's market that um, is, like, very invested in the community. For example, Tony is not here, but he runs the Shield Museum. Oh, okay. Um, So we've got a lot of people, like, school teachers and um, nurses, like the Boyds, for example. Uh, she's a nurse. So we have a, we've got a, a lot of variety and a lot of us use this as a secondary income yeah. as well. Yeah.
0: So it's really community driven. Very, very community driven
1: and that we want to keep making it that way. So we want to eventually have like a food truck Friday and build a playground and um, just multiple things, not to make it just a farmer's market, but an experience for everyone. Yeah. Cool.
0: After our tour, we headed back to the market office to chat with Julianne Lehman of Keep Gastonia Beautiful. We talked about her work with the farmer's market, its history, and what's in store for the future. So, Julianne. Yes. Inter- <laughs> uh, please introduce yourself and tell us about how Keep Gastonia Beautiful is involved with in the farmer's
6: market. Sure. So, my name is Julianne Lehman. I am the administrator of Keep Gastonia Beautiful. and. As part of the city this is a city property the, the farmers market is part of the city and so we are over this building and when I took it over I was like I have a gray building as part of my overview and I thought what are we gonna do we're gonna make it a little bit more beautiful so <laughs> we actually took out all the landscaping when we first took over this building and put um pollinator friendly plants Uh, painted all the doors we are just trying to make this building a little bit more colorful so adding the mural that when you first walk in just adding a little bit more life to a just the shell of a building that's been like our goal from day one basically yeah
0: i mean when i first walked in i think i commented to lauren that it's just bustling with energy from the the piles of produce on the table, the people shopping, even on uh, a random Thursday morning, it's really full of life here. 100%. So y'all have, the work you've put into this place is evident.
6: I mean, we can't take all the, it's been history. I mean, thats it's been going on for years, but I feel like the last little bit, ever since COVID, It feels like there's been a little bit more of a shift and people are wanting to support local to come out to really um to to support their local farmers especially and to to bring out and come out and show out so they've been here and today was really i was just telling the manager like wow there has been a lot of people and just not just the same characters like a lot of new people that i had never seen before here today so it's been really nice
0: yeah and one thing i learned we just walked around and interviewed uh, some of the folks who have booths set up here, a lot of them are not full-time farmers. This is their, their side hustle, their mm-hmm. passion. Um, and that's really cool to know that these are truly friends and neighbors around mm-hmm. Gaston County. Very cool. So uh, talk a little bit about
6: the history of the Farmers market, right? How to it get started? Well, you know, that's well before both of us were born probably, <laughs> but um, <laughs> it has been a nonprofit since the 1970s i catch you i probably the old farmers can say we've been selling on the sides you know since well before you know the, the beginning of time but in 1988 that's when um, there was a request from city council to start really exploring where they could have a space for the farmers to have and i think it was in the nineties that they were like okay this is This was a space i'm not sure exactly what this land was prior to i'm sure i could do a little bit more history search but i just didn't have enough time (laughs) Um, but in 1995 that's when the dedication of this building um, was so 95 wasn't all that long ago um, but that's when this building started and here we are today so it hasn't changed all that much. The footprint, um, the pole shed was a newer addition, probably um, 2015-ish, I guess. Uh-huh. I think that was about the time. We just outgrew the space. There was just so many farmers coming, and we said, "What are we going to do?" They just were actually just having pop-up tents. Um, but even just in the last probably decade, we paved the area. I mean, there was no the, even the parking lot wasn't paved. So I mean. People see that there's a need, so every time we just keep growing and growing and growing, Um, and then with the Farmers Market Recycling Center right here, I mean, obviously, this is just a high traffic area that everybody's coming out here. There's lots of activity Mm -hmm. day in, day out, um, so I think that's a great thing for sure.
0: So uh, if someone wants to come to the Farmers Market, um, what do you need to bring or prepare? Do you need to bring cash? Do you need to bring your own bags?
1: Um, So what? You can bring cash. We definitely accept that. And some vendors take card as well, like they have the little square program. But we also have a program in the office where um, it's kind of like an ATM system for the farmer's market. We would take your uh, card, credit card, and we also accept EBT, which kind of makes us stand out from a lot of other farmer's markets. Um, You just let them know how many tokens you would like so say you want 20 tokens she'd run your card for 20 dollars you get exchanged these little cute wooden tokens and then you can kind of shop around and we all take those tokens as well oh that's fantastic Mm
6: -hmm. another unique thing about our market is that we are fully enclosed Mm -hmm. so if it's storming outside you can still be in the dry market now it's hot in here but yet yeah, there is fans um, but there's not any other markets in gaston county that are like this so other markets in Mount holly belmont they're just open to the elements so i think that kind of makes us a little bit unique that we are here um, so if it's downpouring again or if it's hailing we're still here um, kind of in the, in the market they, you know the farmers do leave their stuff out Their tables are here all throughout the week too so it's just an easy pop-up when they get here they can just put out their new stuff and everything's kind of here so that they can, it's easy set up and easy take down every time, mm-hmm. so.
0: So, if you met someone who'd never been to the farmer's market, what would you tell them to convince them that they need to come? Um, well, one, great produce mm-hmm. that
1: you know is locally grown. Um, a lot of the vendors out here don't use any type of pesticides, so You know exactly what's in your food. And then you also get the experience of the community that you live with. And like you said, the growers, they could be your neighbor. They could teach your children. Uh, They could be a nurse when you go to the hospital. So it's just another layer on top of the community just coming together as one.
6: Ditto. (laughs) Good answer.
0: Uh, so what are your goals in the coming years of the farmer's market? You've had a long history, um, but we're looking towards a bright future. What does that look like to you guys? Young young
1: farmers. We need some some young people in here that are passionate about this as well and to, to get them in here. Um, also, we want to, like I said, make this more of like a community event. So we want to bring in food trucks. Mm-hmm. We want to have like Friday night food truck night. We wanna um, maybe eventually have a playground. And there's a lot of things that we wanna do to this space that will make it much more than just a farmer's market. It will make it an event, an experience for young
6: and old. I agree. I think this would be the place, like, I think that has so much potential. I mean, we saw that when we used the building for, during COVID for the drive-through COVID shots. And I was like, ooh, okay, that's outside the box. I was like, that's never gonna work, and it worked. And I thought, okay, what else can we use this building for? We could do a trunk or treat. We can use this, people can just back their cars. And I mean, this building has, it's a shell. So it has so much potential that in the off season, especially when the farmers aren't here, that it can be used for event space. People can rent it out um, throughout the year. We actually have a rotary group coming in here for a trivia night in the fall. So I mean, it can be rented out throughout the year. It is a bit more tricky when it's during the season because the market you know, is open you know, a lot um, and there's stuff here, but it has the potential to be so much more. It's a community space that can be used and especially the pole shed can be rented out. I mean, I would love to see weddings here. I think that in the off season, this could be a place that is the place to be. So let's make it happen. Come on out if you haven't been here before, Come on down, see what's going on. We have you know, if you haven't especially for a Saturday come down on a Saturday. That's when you want to come down. Especially. Yeah, we have
1: bands oh, for wow. Saturdays. We'll have early trials. Saturdays. Early. So you get the best. If pit. you're not here mm-hmm. at
6: seven thirty, you're not gonna get anything good. You'll get I'm get 730. I'm messing, I'm messing. I'm delicious messing Delicious
0: tomatoes, but you won't get the first You delicious. won't get the first, <laughs> that's that's first right. delicious. I mean there are people
6: like they I was here once and it was corn day. Boyd's Corn, it was their first day of the season, and there was a line out the door at Mm -hmm. 7 a.m., and I had never experienced it, and they pulled up at the doors, and I was like, whoa, what's happening? Mm -hmm. People were just clamoring to get in here, and that was something that we're like, wow this is for corn. Okay, so, I need to go get some of that corn. Well, <laughs> it's really They're delicious. gone already. I'm yeah. sorry, ma'am. You'll have to come back on Saturday. But yeah. um, <laughs> we I mean, we've had a Beatopia event here in May and it yeah. was hopping the whole time. They said that was their best sales for that weekend mm-hmm. that they'd had in in a while so I mean we have some really cool events and we just want people to come out and see what the potential is that they could perhaps have an event or a co-sponsored event here that would be great too so
1: yeah we have um, a co-sponsored event with Kids Entrepreneur Day it will be our first annual Kids Entrepreneur so kids can bring whatever craft that they do rent a table for five dollars and you know sell their items and kinda get that push out there that They can be entrepreneurs, they can do it, they can make that money, Mm -hmm. and we want to be a a place where to kind of fill those dreams for them.
0: So, if someone wanted to become a vendor here, Mm -hmm. how would they go about doing that?
1: Um, So, you have different avenues to fill out an application. You can do that online, you can come into the office and speak with our office manager, and she would look over the application and then we also do like a home or farm visit just to ensure that you are growing what you say you're growing or crafting, baking, any of those items. And then from there, it's all green light, it's time to go, time to sell your items.
0: Awesome. Well, thanks y'all. This was a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) Come on down. Yeah. (laughs) See you soon. (laughs) So, just remind us one more time, uh, what's the season and what are the hours? Um, So in April, we open up on Saturdays, only
1: on Saturdays, and it's 7.30 to 12.30, and then um, throughout the season up until November, we're open Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays, same hours, 7.30 to 12.30. So May
0: through November, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Mm -hmm.
1: And then our last Saturday is the the Saturday before Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. and then we kind of close up shop there and
0: Well, that's a good day to get your
1: Thanksgiving produce. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep. And then we also do a Christmas craft show, and that's usually the first and second week in December. Mm -hmm. And you see a lot of the same crafters that are out here um, and that usually has a pretty good turnout as well. Mm -hmm. Cool.
0: Well, thanks, Julianne and Lauren. Thank you so
1: much. So glad to have you guys. (laughs)
0: So there you have the Gastonia Farmers Market, a local institution for those in the know and a hidden gem for those who've never been. I'd like to thank Lauren Dossie and Julian Lehman for helping us out with this episode, as well as all the wonderful folks I had the pleasure of interviewing out in the market. Thank you. And I'd like to give a special thanks to the kind folks who sold me that deep green watermelon I mentioned at the beginning. It was delicious, by the way. We took it back to the office, sliced it up, and shared it with probably about 10 or 20 people. It was huge. <laughs> you know, the farmer's market itself is a lot like a watermelon, unassuming assuming on the outside, but sweet and vibrant inside. Or maybe it's like a ear of corn. You shuck off the unassuming husk and it's full of sweet kernels. Actually, no, it's an apple. Very appealing. Haha. I hope you've enjoyed this installment of Savvy Citizen. See you next time.